Hello and welcome to that was uh off to a bad start from a technical standpoint. Uh, hello, I'm Chris Gallagher. This is the 90 Minute Cynic Twitter Live Lunches on a Friday, usually at one o'clock. I think we're about 20 past, 25 past one at this point. I'm joined as always by Christian Wolf. We'll have to wrap this up quickly now. Yeah, aye, five minutes and then we're, we're out and about. No, um, thanks for joining us as always. We've got a few things we want to talk about. We want to talk about the upcoming game against Aberdeen. We would like to mention a few bits about the semi-final draw as well, the shit show that is the semi-final. Are you allowed to swear? You can do whatever you want. I say, are you allowed to swear? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Like, as a Norwegian or as a... It's both. As a man, as a Norwegian. Yeah. Just just not too... Nothing sexist. I don't like that. I, why have you said anything about sex? Just, just saying, just there's certain know. swear words you can do uh, and certain you shouldn't do. But yeah, so we're going to talk about um, semi-final, the Celtic game against Aberdeen coming up. Uh, let's just start with the St Johnston game. Um, Celtic defeated St Johnston in the quarterfinals of the Cup um, at Perth on Wednesday. That's right. Um, I'll give it, give my two seconds. Uh, first half. Um, however, we still should have been 2-0 up. Um, the frustrations are there for all to see. Uh, in terms of Celtic's build-up play is a little bit slow, it's a little bit, as I said, pedestrian. Um, we're missing something in the middle of the park. Um, playing Edward, wide left, is a little, he's wasted out there in my opinion, but, you know, what are your thoughts, Christian? Oh, I'm going to disagree so much. Okay. So, well, I know I'm the resident apologist for, for a lot of things. Um, I thought it was quite encouraging, even the first half, which I eventually uh, saw uh, yesterday. Um, I think I quite like Edward's role in it because he he was kind of doing a lot of on the ball. He, he didn't have the best game, but for off the ball, his movement, his the way he actually tries to occupy the defenders gives us something that Griffiths, for all his worldview and, and all his really good sides, can't do to the same. Um, same degree, and I, I thought it was a shame that Christopher Ayer went out because yeah. he clearly now, when he steps up, steps over the midfield line, he looks for Edward. I did it against Rangers. I did it at the start of this game, and I think he kind of has a nice line into Edward because Edward can kind of drop into the half space, out wide, uh, and they can find each other. So it's, it's a real shame when when he went off. But I thought it was a really good illustration in the first half for the the big McGregor chance because. Edward was right out on the Celtics' left, showing for Tierney. The ball was circulated back into the middle, and by the time uh, Boyata found Charm in the middle to set McGregor up, Edward was in the middle, and he was pulling the whole St. Johnson defence the other way and creating that kind of space. So I thought, I thought the formation, and especially in the second half, it wasn't great, but I thought there was more tendencies there than we've seen in the few games. It's a little bit less stale, a yeah, bit more space, I think. I, I don't think there's a question of, uh, of you know, improvement. When I said Edward wasted on, on the left-hand side, I didn't, I'm didn't. i not necessarily saying he had a, had a bad game. Yeah. What I mean is, I just think for all his uh, abilities, all his attributes, I would just prefer to see him through the middle. And I understand that at this point, Griffiths has now got three goals in three games, um, and the call for most, most fans, well... Uneducated fans. Boom. No, I'm not joking. Eh, well, I'm not. But the, the fact is, Griffiths, 
missed about three or four big opportunities before yeah. scoring his goals. If that had been Edward in those positions, at this point, maybe he would have missed as well because the confidence is so low. Um, the McGregor chance was, you know, in that situation, this time six weeks ago, who'd you want that to fall to? That situation, busting through the midfield, the ball coming to him. You'd say McGregor. Yeah, but at least they were doing that. Yeah. At least he was bursting through, at least. And he's, he's, and he's a good finisher. He's going to score if yeah, he gets into he those positions. So I get what you mean about Edward. I think at the moment, I think that. Four three three, you want to call it, can, can kind of work because Edward, not that he takes the Sinclair role, but he can do a lot of the things that Sinclair did when he was in form. Yeah. He can he can go out wide, but he can also come back in and kind of attack the goal from slightly wider. Yeah, and then kind of occupy defenders. So I, I thought it was encouraging. It's a bigger test probably on tomorrow. Yeah, um, a couple of points yeah. though about St Johnson before we wrap up and move on to tomorrow. Uh, Kieran Tierney was sensational again. Morgan impressed me when he came on. Um, he gives a, a different dynamic to a Sinclair or a Forest. Something different. He seems to drift off into the middle. He wants to have shots, um, which was which was interesting. Yeah, he's very he's very keen, which is good in a good way because I think he's kind of had not. When you come in as a young player, you can either be overwhelmed or you can just be so calm that you don't realise the big stage you're at. So you just keep doing what you've been doing in the lower leagues and, and, and for, for smaller teams. And I think he's he's definitely found... He comes in and he just, I'm just going to run at this. I'm just going to take someone on and I'm going to shoot. And Rogers probably will have to work a little bit with him in terms of you know the tactical setup and his timing and stuff like that. But he's, he's got... He's got all the ingredients. He's got all the ingredients, um, you know, to make a delicious gumbo. Exactly. A delicious gumbo. Vegan. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, so essentially, one final point would be Bane. I don't know what he was thinking at the end there, but, <laughs> you know... He was thinking, this is going too well. Yeah, this is going too well. Let's Send- have some extra time. Final point, was he sending off fair? Well, it depends what he said. I guess it, it, it was obviously for dissent. Um... I kind of, well, watching one of the replays, I don't know if it's just because he kept saying something. It kind of looked like he didn't want to come up to Beaton, uh, Beaton, whatever his name is. Uh, and, and, Are you and hearing that shit, Nanak? Are you hearing that? Sorry. And talk to him, so... But yeah, it depends. I guess we just don't know what he said. But if he said something not would, nice, would, not, would not polite, you the, know... With the state of the SFA Judiciary Panel, appeal, appeal, appeal. Because well, who knows what you'd fucking get? Exactly. I just uh, hope it's not like it's not. It can't turn into rugby. You know, you can't go up and polite to the ref. Yeah. You have to be able to swear to the ref. I'll bet you'd like it to turn into rugby. Yeah. Look at I, I got be in my bonnet he, about he, rugby. He, he'd like it to turn into rugby. Nobody likes him rugby. I'm in Farquhar. Really? Sitting in Edinburgh. <laughs> anyway, um, I might look like I'm a public schoolboy, <laughs> but I'm definitely not. Well, yet to be decided. Um, Although I am Norwegian. Celtic are obviously playing Aberdeen um, at Celtic Park tomorrow on the Saturday. Massive game for us. Massive game for them. They've only had two wins in the league so far this season. How many games are playing Celtic Park on Saturday? Is it two, three? I think that's the thing we're doing now. Yeah. Am I jumping ahead? You're jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Okay. Right I won't jump ahead. Uh, Celtic Aberdeen. For me, I think this is good. I'm happy that we've got a team yeah. that we've been considered uh, one of the tougher teams. Obviously, we know what they've done over the last couple of seasons. This season, in the last, just looking at kind of stats here. Stats. Uh, in the last four games, they've only won once. Mm-hmm. They've drawn two and 
drawn two and lost one. So they're not in the best of form. Got another stat for you. Okay. In the league, they have taken as many shots as they have conceded, 61. That's an unsustainable model for success, isn't it? Well, you're not going to get far up the league if you can't... You know, if, if you can see as many shots as you take, that's just that's just that's that's just science. That's, that's just the mighty ducks. Exactly. So I think no, all the stats, all the stats says that Aberdeen deserves to be where they are in the league. Currently, you know, currently seventh. Celtic has, in terms of all the chances to create and, and conceded, they're on the low side. I mean, they shouldn't really be mid table, even with the performances they've had. Aberdeen's performances deserve mid table. Um, Nine points from six games is not yeah, championship it's challenging not. form. Is I it? mean, we tried to do some research, don't we? And we kind of, well, a little bit. And we watched some of the games, the last two games that they've had. And how should have beaten them in the quarterfinal? Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. I mean, they, they kind of changed their tactic in against Motherwell. It was more like a four-four-two or four-four-one-one. Um, against Hibs, they went pretty much with a back five, and then Shinny and Bell in the middle. Uh, Bell ball. Um, he's in red. Never mind. Um, and then Mackay Stephen and Wilson and Cosgrove on top. So I think they might do that again and just try and pack the the defense and, and frustrate Celtic. But I think with Aberdeen, I mean Alex Lawrence, friend of the pod, um, tactical tactical genius. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wrote a really good piece on, on Aberdeen a few months about back and it's to summarise essentially he's saying Aberdeen's got a really good tactics to beat lesser teams because they, they play in a certain way, in, way they, they kick the ball up and they try to win it high up if they don't win it high up um, lesser teams can't really punish them as much but Celtics just flat rolled them absolutely bulldozed them like the, you're saying a lot of interest in English there <laughs> just just like yes just, just making it up but they're not they're not really set up to cope with really good teams and I think that's why Celtic had so much luck with them and I think that's because they've been opening up so much space and been giving so much space in the middle of the midfield and, and Shinny's been asked to just do everything in midfield and it's, that's why Celtic's just you know steamboat them yeah Jesus uh, Ricky the Dragon steamboat um, what I've liked uh, Devlin Devlin's impressed um, I thought we, I actually thought when he left Hamilton that he might have went down south I think maybe his injury is what's mm-hmm. kept him in Scotland because I think he's a, a, a magnificent talent um, potentially especially um, him and McKenna at central mid uh, central central half pairing they looked good at the start of the season a few kind of uh, issues with obviously McKenna had a injuries. couple of passes when he tried to step up against Hibs that were pretty bad um, he had them against Burnley as yeah. well um, again McKenna well, they're, they're he's, two. Not, he's not that kind of player at all no he's, he's not just, he's just stature but he's also he's with two relatively inex- it's two relatively inexperienced centre halves which yeah. you know Edwards and Griffiths would you know, run off all day McGuinness and Gary mckay Steven they're in decent form mckay Steven finding yeah. the form that maybe got him to Celtic his move Absolutely. Well, I mean, Ronnie Dagnall must have seen something in him. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think with Aberdeen, they love the headers. I mean, love uh, header. I, I think with Cosgrove on top and with Wilson. Cosgrove is terrible. Yeah, but he's a big fucker. Uh, <laughs> so uh, was Paul Warhurst, that's why he went up front. Exactly. Um, so, but with Wilson as well, Wilson's got a little bit more about him, you know, yeah. Man United player, but he's also a big lad. And I think in terms of where we're looking a little bit at the stats this morning and 
if you look at from the attempts they've had from the penalty spot in towards goals, they've had 22 attempts in that area. 18 of them are headers. So it's quite clear from set pieces, from crosses that wide, it's hitting those two big lads in the center of the, in the penalty box. And that's their main threat. And that's, so that's why they try to go long and wide quickly to get a set piece, to get a corner or whip something in from... From, from wide so I think it's probably going to be Henry and Boyata um, although I think that might kind of suit both of them I think they're both uh, at least Boyata is, is, he kind of likes an aerial challenge do we know how long so, Benkovic is out for? well we don't so it could be could be big Philip or large Philip large Philip um, you know with the uh, you, you know you, you alluded to the fact that Aberdeen will probably play five at the back would it not be make more sense to flood the midfield considering that you'd think so but this is Derek McInnes so Anything goes. See, so. if I know tactically what you should probably do against Celtic and the <laughs> manager of Aberdeen doesn't... It'll be interesting because they definitely had five at the back um, against Tibbs. They had your Max Lowe from, from yeah. Derby County on, on the left, Logan on the right. Um, and there was a lot of space in that central midfield because it was just shiny and ball and, and almost three strikers up top trying to pin the, the defence. So... Yeah, I, I think he, I think he should go with a, another central midfielder. If I was Derek McGuinness, but then again, I'm not. I mean, there's a reason they're seventh in the league. Um, exactly. From a Celtic point of view, do you throw in Malumbu? Do you? I mean, the champs start to get a little no. back, bit of form back. And Johnston, he, I thought he played well. Um, I, I'd play the same team. Just the same team as yeah. Johnson. Well, depending if, if Benkovic is ready, I, I would put him in. But other than that, I think you can have Morgan, you can have Sinclair coming off off the bench. But I think. It, there were some tendencies there, so, so I would go with the same thing. I thought I thought McGregor um, in the first uh, against St. Johnson, you know, this from the 40, from when we kicked off the second half for about 15 minutes, I thought he was excellent. I thought mm-hmm. he was really busy. I thought he was getting in amongst it. Then he kind of dropped off a little bit. I can see. I think we can all see that McGregor is, is struggling a little bit. I think he's struggling for just form, which is fine because he's been so good. I would be quite tempted to maybe rest him. And bring him on. I'd kind of just, yeah, he hasn't been top, but when he's, I'd be tempted to play when, he, when he's sticking. I, I kind of, I like what I saw in parts against St Johnston. Yeah, so I, as did I, as did I. I think you kind of need a little bit of consistency now, and I'll leave him in, Christopher. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I would be tempted to start Morgan in this game. Um, home game, bigger pitch. Let, let's see what you can actually do. Let's open Morgan, this bad Morgan, boy up. Morgan let's open four, him up. But who, who would you? Four? Uh, I would uh, probably... I mean, you could play... Migrate. You could play... We've got Cubs here. If we we've got Cubs. Yeah. Uh, obviously our back four. And then Encham, Brown, Eddie off Griffiths with Morgan and Forrest. So you only have two central midfielders then? But well, not saying that's wrong. No, but if they're only going to play two central midfielders, then you know because she, Brown's got the the, the doing a shinny, no problem. Ball, he's he's, he's decent, I, but he's he's not going to challenge. I got, I got a feeling Scott Brown looking forward to this one. Yeah, um, Scott Brown. Watch out, shinny. Gonna stamp his mark on the game. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. And I, I like the fact that this guy's. Like, you should yeah. wrap this up soon. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, just a prediction for the for the the Abley, Abley. Oh, and actually, before we get to that, your minute by minute was 
disastrous. There was about four different people on the Twitter trying to fucking tried to make it interesting. Um, I have a newfound respect for the guys doing it minute by minute. It's, uh, it's who have we got covering tomorrow? Well, we got an, um, from uh, the, the Celtic the Supporters Club in Cleveland live. Cleveland Rocks, of course. Matt uh, Ryan, Ryan to wine. Um, it's going to cover that from the Celtic Supporters Club in. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, so check out Ohio, for that. Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio. Yeah. Thanks, Marek. At, at 90 Minute Marek behind the camera as always. Uh, well, Hampton. Except last week. What? Hampton. 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 Hamptons. That's somewhere else. Sunday. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You keep doing this thing. <laughs> like, you're up. But no, right. So, uh, prediction for Aberdeen. For, you, what, what, how do you think it'll go down? 3-0. Celtic. 3-0. No problem. Give me a top scorer. A, a goal scorer. Oh, I'm gonna go with uh, Tierney and Griffiths and Edward. Lovely stuff. Uh, just as we're finishing up, because we don't want to keep you guys too long. Um, what about the shit show that is the semi-final? Well, as somebody said on the WhatsApp, Craig Levine has come out strongly against it. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of for it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, where do you start? I mean, it's. I kinda okay, if you really, really need to have it at Hampton, um you can easily have switched I think you could have switched the league game with Hearts, because um, that's the week before. Week before. And, and do at least something. I just think in terms of the transport, the policing, just the pitch, um I mean it, it's great to feel if you're watching on TV or if you're a journalist who gets to spend the whole day there and but it's it's asking a lot from the, the infrastructure around it and it's like and you kind of people go oh it's being the trouble it's on the fans anyway and it's like it's just surely they could have found yeah I mean obviously the clubs are not happy with it either yeah I mean essentially I mean I live in Shawlands and I know that and Marek lives around the corner Marek and Bowd live right beside Hamden pretty much on the pitch on the pitch um, essentially though it's going to be a, a busy week uh, sorry a, a busy day for the for the local community well that's kind of what you forget as well I mean it's it's interesting enough to have one big football game a whole Sunday because what, we're talking 100,000 but there's a lot there's in? a lot of clubs on the south side that people like Queen's Park Cafe for example yeah. people go there pre-drink uh, pre-game but then they go there post-game yeah. which is when all the other fans are going to be coming in and, and pre it's a bit of a shit show overall yeah it's not like game finishes okay everybody out in 30 minutes back to Glasgow Central like it's People are gonna hang around, you yeah. know. And they're gonna go, as you say, for pre-match, post-match. It's yeah, um, good luck. Good luck. Uh, right, that's great. That's our um, Twitter live lunch for the week. Um, we'll be back next weekend. We have a match preview on the website. Yes, 90minutecynic.com. Um, you'll get the match preview there. Um, was it Matt that did it? Uh, Matt Evans. Matt Evans. We got plenty of Matt. Uh, yes. Um, Most Ch- of them American. Uh, thanks as always to Marek Robert Big John last week was terrific Marek back in the hot seat though as always um, 90minutesynic.com you can check out the podcast every Tuesday we record it's usually up on Tuesday night podcast tonight? this will be the podcast tonight? I don't know what he's looking into the camera like the people on the podcast are going to understand that anyway Christian Wolf it's been a pleasure as always as always thank you for this New surroundings. New surroundings. Uh, Maybe we'll just come here now. Bunker. Uh, he's Christian Wolf. He's Marek Robert. I'm Chris Gallagher. We are the 90 Minute Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road.